0: Hello there everybody and welcome back to episode four of the Zena's Suitcase podcast. On each episode we're talking about things that are travel, family and lifestyle related. I'm so excited to everyone who's been listening to the podcast so far and hopefully that you are here again for episode four and that you will continue listening to my, to my show. I really enjoy making it, it's very much a work in progress. It's still a little rough around the edges so do forgive me, hopefully you'll see things improve over the coming weeks. I noticed I've said things like thank you for watching when clearly you have been listening to my podcast and hopefully you'll forgive me for those small mistakes. This week I wanted to mention that on Friday I actually took part in a Facebook live with Britmums, the UK's original influencer network. We broadcast a show about all the exciting things you can do with kids in Spain and family travel bloggers Carrie from Flying with a Baby, Jen from Genography and Susanna Scott from A Modern Mother were taking part. Jen and Susanna are co-founders of Brit Mums and that Facebook live chat is still available over on the Brit Mums page if you want to go and have a look at it. There's loads of tips, loads of really exciting and interesting things you can do with kids of all ages in that podcast. Brit Mums have been running a series called Spain for Families and as a part of that series I've also written a post on their blog that is about short breaks for Spain with kids and again that is packed with ideas and there is a whole series of content on the Brit Mums blog about different different families and how they can enjoy Spain from foodie families to active families there's just some really lovely travel content on there. And if you haven't been to Spain yet or you want to enjoy a different kind of Spain when you go, then do head over to the Brit Mums page, um, their blog, or to the Facebook page, and see what they're sharing because there's some lot there's lots of travel inspiration over there for families. I wanted to bring that conversation about why I love Spain so much over into the podcast today. So I don't know if you have already been to Spain, maybe some of these things will resonate with you. Or if you haven't ventured to Spain yet for a family holiday, I'm hoping that some of these reasons are going to inspire you to go and find some flights book some accommodation, and go and explore this beautiful country. Obviously, it is huge. It's quite a big country, and there is a lot to see, but doesn't matter which part you pick. I think you'll find something that you will love about it. The first thing I think I'd love to say about visiting Spain is that the, it's so accessible as a country from the UK. It's If you want to visit the north of Spain, you can be there in around two hours from a UK airport, even like Costa del Sol in the very south, you could be there in around three hours. Or if you want to visit the islands, so the Canary Islands, you're looking at three to four hour flight times, and even the Balearic Islands, maybe two and a half, two and three quarter hours to fly to those. So it's really easy to get to, and it's a short flight time, which I think if you are perhaps going on holiday as a family for the first time or just looking somewhere where the flight is manageable for kids for their first experience then Spain is a really lovely destination ticks a lot of boxes in for those reasons my husband's not a particularly great flyer and he's got his tablets in our cupboard ready for our flight to Morocco um, on Saturday so we do generally look for the shorter flight times when it comes to Booking our holidays, so definitely a huge win. If you're thinking about going to Spain and flight times is an issue for you, definitely look at that country. And also, there's so many airports that you can. There's so many destinations you pick. You will find 100% a airport relatively close to you that flies to a destination in Spain, be it Malaga Airport or Barcelona or one of the islands. 100%, you'll find somewhere. Well the other I think obvious thing is to mention about visiting Spain is the weather they just have such better weather than here in the UK don't they it's a much warmer climate and the out it lends itself to a much more outdoor lifestyle and I've I personally I find August a bit too much it's really quite hot in parts of Spain at that time of year but I like to go out slightly out of season I find it quieter But you are always guaranteed warmer weather, always. And even if it does rain, because it does happen, does rain in Spain, apparently, then it's still going to be warmer rain. Honestly, I've never had a bad holiday experience. And you can wear. It makes me laugh because we'll go to Spain. The locals will be wearing their winter clothes it feels like they have to wear winter clothes just so that they have been through that season whereas we'll go and we'll be wearing our you know t-shirts and shorts and they're looking at us like we're crazy we're looking at them like you really don't need your I saw a child she got her woolly tights hat this big thick coat on I was like wow okay I'm sure you don't need all that stuff but you know obviously people are climatized differently and i know that when we visit that part of the world we just pack really light clothes because more often than not the the weather's going to be nice we think about the evenings um, a little bit more because when the sun has gone it can get chillier certainly if you are going out of the high season but generally speaking i love the weather in spain you can get You know, warm weather pretty much all year round. It's a great destination for winter sun. It's worth looking at, like, the Canary Islands, perhaps, you know, known to get a little bit windy sometimes. But still, I think it would still be better than the UK, 100%, 100%. So it's a big tick for me with the weather. I think if, it's, um, if you, you know what kind of weather you like on holiday, and there's lots of places you can go online and look at what the temperature is going to be and the rainfall is going to be, and you can pick you know the most optimum time of year for you. Kids, I don't think suit particularly... Only hot weather so you can look at a different time of year and that will also have an impact on the price of your holiday. One of my other favourite things about Spain as a country is I think they have a wonderful landscape and I'm particularly fond of the white towns, the white villages that they have there. So one of my favourite destinations is a place called Nerja, Nerja on the Costa del Sol. It's a about an hour's drive from malaga airport it does have a new town but it still has an old town and it's still very much there's a lot of building restrictions even though it's been developed so buildings cannot be too high they all have to be white they have to be repainted every year everything just looks so bright and fresh in the sunshine i just really love that aspect of it very much there's another village just outside of nurca that is worth a visit called frigliana they make this amazing sweet honey wine which is just beautiful but that's another conversation for another time and that again is a beautiful village it's set slightly up in the hill so you have this wonderful view over this sort of mountainous area and that for me is my spain i have been to spain to parts of Spain that are purpose-built resorts and it's all very much blocks of flats and I've arrived and I was like this isn't this isn't my Spain this isn't the Spain I'm used to now those places and resorts do have a place And I think if I was going to stay in a resort that looked like that, for example, I would make a point of hiring a car and going exploring a little bit further afield and going looking for those more rustic rural areas where you do get the white towns and the beautiful landscape and the coastal views. Because Spain is a beautiful country. And if you only go and stay in a resort, I think you are. I think you're missing out, if I'm honest. So 100% hire a car. Especially if you are staying on the islands, because they are so easy to drive, and you can ex- cover quite a lot of ground. So, like Menorca, for example, we've stayed in Sambo. You could get to the other side of the island in 45 minutes, and in that journey, you can get to the highest point of the island and get this beautiful 360 view from the mountain up there. And you go to the other side to a place called Fournelles, which is beautiful, and you can just see a lot and experience a lot if you hire a car, prepared to explore a little bit. So that's another reason that I really love visiting Spain. Now, I can't, I can't make this podcast for you talking about things I love about Spain without talking about the food. Like, who, who listening today really enjoys paella, for example? I must admit, I, I love paella. Uh, I'm not such a fan of it when it all comes with the everything's in the shells I find that quite messy but I have been to restaurants where they specifically offer a version where you don't have anything in the shell so you're not peeling shells off prawns for example and they are you know just delicious I do really really like it and they do wonderful stews but they have Obviously they have access to very fresh fish and it's really lovely, but all of the ingredients they use, so like their peppers and lemons, everything is like big, colorful, fresh. It's just different to what we have here. So their food is always much better quality, I I personally think. But don't fall into the trap of thinking that Spain is just about paella and sangria because it's not. It's such a big country and there are so many different regional variations on the food that no matter if you went to a different place, you'd find some, something new to try. A personal favourite of mine is a dish called Gambas Pilpil. Pil. And it is so naughty but it is really lovely. So basically it's a uh, little clay pot and in it it's got butter and olive oil and chilli and garlic and the the olive oil and the butter's got so hot, drop the the prawns in it and it comes to the table sizzling with some fresh bread and it's just delicious. It's one of those things I have to have... At least once, if I'm visiting, certainly Costa del Sol, Nerca is very much in that region. But you might not find it so much, perhaps in the north of Spain, for example. But there'll be other regional dishes that you'll find in different areas. Going on from that, you're thinking, well, well, what about eating out with kids? What about, you know, that aspect of it? And the thing about the Spanish culture is it's built on family And so they are very much a family-friendly culture, without a shadow of a doubt. And every time I've been, my children have been very welcome. And it's a country that I've visited as a single parent with my son for many years because I felt very comfortable and very safe there I've taken my other children there as a solo parent and it's just a country that generally speaking I feel safe and feel welcome and I would happily if someone said to me where would you go if you could step on a plane right now I'd say pretty much Spain to be fair if it was a whole family holiday it was just something easy easy holiday right now off you go definitely would be Spain and the biggest draw is how welcoming they are to children now saying that the thing is obviously they're on a slightly different time zone to us they have siestas and everything starts a little bit later but because of that children are welcome anywhere at any time of day so if you walked into a restaurant with children at 10 o'clock at night nobody would bat an eyelid absolutely nobody They would bring out the high chairs, they'd offer the chuppa chups, and you could talk to them about what your children specifically wanted to eat. And they would probably, if they had it, they'd probably make it for them. And also like on the beaches, you'll find that some of the beaches are very focused on being family friendly. So you'll find excellent facilities, you'll find excellent toilets, and changing facilities, you'll find play areas, lots of activities, So it's really quite, you know, they expect families to be going there with children. There are some parts, let's not, you know, that are more of party places, let's be right. But I think generally, like if you went to Menorca, Menorca is a family island. It's nothing like the party island of Ibiza. It's beautiful. It's actually a UNESCO site and it is aimed specifically at families even parts of Ibiza you know obviously you could go there and you could party when you're a bit younger but there are definitely parts of Ibiza that are aimed at families and you'd have a very different experience on the mainland as well I think generally speaking it's a it's such a family friendly country I think it's a massive reason why it's a good good choice it's a good shout if you are deliberating where to go another really good reason why you should be picking Spain for your holiday I also think that going to Spain offers families a huge amount of variety. Now, I personally am not, I like to be on the beach, but I don't like beach holidays. I don't know if that makes any sense to any of you. I love the beach. I I find it a really, for me, it's just a place where I find it very stress relieving to be on the beach but I'm not a sunbather I just like to be on the beach with the kids digging sandcastles I like to be able to spend time on the beach enjoy watching the waves enjoy the views but I'm not some I like to have other things to do I would not lay on a beach all day doing the thing Oh, we go and play on the beach for, for a little while, we'd go in the pool, and we'd probably go and do an activity. So go and visit somewhere. And I think Spain lends itself so well to families who enjoy that kind of variety in their holiday. So they they have amazing markets, which could be a lot of fun and really colourful places to visit with younger kids. There's, you know, water activities. If you like water sports, you'll be able to kayak you can banana boats. Boat trips, all of those kind of things are available um, to hand. There's also, like in Nerka, for example, there's a Cueva de Nurka, which is just stunning. Um, beautiful caves, largest stalactites or stalagmites in the world. Stunning. Obviously, you can go inside and you get a bit of a break from the heat. Also, in that region in Granada, you've got the Moorish culture and influence, and places beautiful places like the Alhambra Palace. And it turns out, if you having read the blog post by Claire from Suitcases and Sandcastles, that there's over 200, 2,500 castles in Spain. And my kids are certainly of an age where they think going to to visit a castle is quite an adventure. Obviously, teens might not be quite so excited, but my kids are, are find it quite exciting, and often we'll get involved with doing the the tour aimed at children. So we we find it just so, there's always so much to do. There's something to go and see, something to go and look at. And there's also the fun play aspect of the beach and the parks. We're actually going to Seville in the summer holidays. And I've started to look at the kinds of things that we can do while we're in Seville. And I'm so excited because they do have um, castles, ca- like palace, beautiful gardens wonderful sculptures and it's just gonna be it's gonna be very different because it's a city holiday but I know that there's gonna be such a lot to see and do that we're, we're just gonna really love it so I'm looking forward to sharing that with you later on in the year so Those were all my reasons why Spain is such a fantastic holiday destination for families. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you have anything to add, please do contact me on any of my social media channels. If you really enjoyed this podcast today, and I really hope that you did, I would make my day if you would share it on your favourite network. You could do a screenshot, maybe share it on Instagram and tag me at Sina's Suitcase. Um... If you want to come and find out more about what we talk about and what we do, you can find me at Zena's no, that was completely wrong suitcase.co.uk. So, um, but please, the place I'd really love for you to come and take a look at some of the things that we get up to is on our Instagram and that is at Suitcase. so please do come and say hello and I will love to chat to you about some of the experiences that we share over there. Thank you so much for watching. I've done it again. Thank you so much for listening today. Uh, I'd like to say that we are going to take a break next week. We're actually in Morocco next week. But I'm very excited to talk to you about our adventure when we come back, which will be episode five. Thank you so much for watching. Have a fantastic few weeks, guys, and I'll see you very soon.